The Victory That Overcometh the World by Handley Mole Read for LibriVox.org by In the Desert The church that sojourns in this world at Rome To the Corinthian and Athenian saints And our Philippian brethren and the flock Of Thessalonian wayfarers and all Beyond the further waters wheresoe'er In Asia, Troas, the beloved Paul Taught without rest the everlasting name grace, mercy, and peace from him who cannot change, and from our Lord his Son who gave himself our ransom, and for us is risen again, the firstborn from the grave, to whom we look, for white-robed triumphs and the crown of life, after these present things, through faith in him. Beloved, weep not over much to know that Paul is fallen asleep, this evil world has wreaked indeed her last on him and worst, the precious vessel of our master's choice, our golden lamp of truth, the starry flame, whose radiant guidance through the depth of night, even to its setting led us toward the port, and coasts of promised glory still unseen. He sleeps indeed, and we, amidst the waves, wander alone, yet not alone, for still our life, once slain, now risen, is always near. Death has no more dominion over him. We write not now of deeds long memorable, In every land since the red flood of fire, Unlooked for, unresisted, overflowed, This Babylon beneath the western heavens, When the great adversary's craft prevailed, To turn the pagan vengeance fierce and full Upon the guiltless church, ye too have felt the scourge, Ye too may reckon many a friend, Imprisoned, vexed, tormented, slain for Christ. Yes, from your shores it was, from your embrace, from Troas, hitherward, and Ephesus, the blessed Paul was wafted, chained for death, when the young spring last flowered the isles and hills. But how he fared at Rome, how in our sight he overcame and reached eternal peace. This now we write, imparting pain and joy, pain for our orphanhood, but much more joy not for his entrance only, but for ours, and yours his glorious death so lifts the veil. When first the saint, conveyed by ruthless hands, arriving in the dungeon's hollow gloom, lay worn and lone, we sought a while in vain to enter and attend him, the stern guards, oft warned us thence with threats of chain and flame, as wizards, traitors, a vile alien crew, Incendiary, sworn enemies of men. Yet we returned entreating, and our Lord, who all things can, Touching with secret power, those violent souls in mercy gave us leave, Entering to gather round his saint once more, Embracing and consoling, t'was by night, Stealthy, by torchlight, threading a dim path, Through winding lanes, while now the watery wind Rolled clouds on clouds across the setting moon, and showered the city. Six the brethren were, six only led with trembling hearts far down, under the frown of archers stair by stair. Solemn his greeting was, a voice indeed, affectionate and dignity of years. And loftiest wisdom tempered the sad sound, but passing mournful, and the glimmering flames that hung above him in the unrestful cell touched the dark furrows of his careworn brow and faded face, not seldom in mid-speech, with sudden pause abrupt the words expired, 
until at length collecting thought and will for fuller voice he hushed at once our grief and broken utterance of imperfect hopes for well we knew the glance and gaze profound bent toward us yet beyond thus oft of old in that thronged chamber by the tiber stream he stilled the wrangling tongues and took the word ascendant it is well that ye are here yea blessed on either hand ye are come to-night to see not paul but our great lord in chains and reap his promised welcome in the hour of judgment and i also hail in you his visitation my spiritual gloom is touched again from heaven the lord is near the shepherd walking in the vale of death o timely presence for the clouds have fallen as once they never fell the ancient foe has had his leave his last and terrible hour with baneful magic summoning from hell a multitudinous and threatening throng of visionary fears long since he showed on the lone hill of trial to our king the world in glory dressed but now to me its darkness force and hatred dreadful view this evil world in varying guise it rose to haunt me sometimes in the mask of power the roman semblance pitiless and strong for now at length beloved around us wakes no transient burst of blind and partial zeal but the great empire's anger at the thought i have inly trembled with the palsied thrill of undefended weakness miserable for i long travelled o'er the peopled world always familiar with the seals and signs of this imperial polity so vast in circuit nor unjust and wise withal in this life's wisdom feared it but the more now hostile well-nigh as the pagan bows to fate and strives no longer oft in turn came other terrors threatening from beneath innumerable voices heard of old in ephesus or corinth or the school of athens faces arrogant and fixed in mental pride or heavy with a cloud of self-deluding doubts or worse than these gay and in sportive mood with jest and smile ill-suiting thoughts that would dissolve away all truth all being earth alike and heaven vain errors but methought so deep entwined with this world's inmost root so interfused with human speech and social mode and forms of art and culture old and beautiful it seemed a moment that for ever now this must be so a set necessity nor seldom on my spirit but oftener far and heavier fell the mystery of sin the world's huge malady forces manifold acting and interacting with result incessant ever various all instinct with falsehood hatred shame motion that seems self-moved or finding everywhere a cause to energize and lend its scope and range present in all things in the streets alike and wildernesses in the stir of marts and havens in the scholar's porch and bower nay from the assembly of the ransomed saints not absent where to aid the restless springs of inborn ill e'en now the lying glows of false named knowledge whispers in the ear to christ's weak followers weaving godless dreams of depths and ages generations drear of unsubstantial being alien all from the dear cross and holiness and heaven 
and slow the while and toilsome is the task of healing few the souls that find the way as though the ill were even the ground of things and the pure good an accident a cloud drawn round it for a season here and there to vanish in an hour and in the straits of such temptation much the pangs of time this world's incessant stream and lapsing change troubled my spirit in old age at last remembrances long silent woke within old voices and the light of buried eyes with hopeless farewells from remotest years things till that hour felt only while i felt as tenderly and full the eternal hope all cheering all renewing now alone i felt the dark world's flux in all things soar in clouds and rolling waves in walls and hills naught but the march of death in that weak hour so while he spoke and poured his inmost soul with tears before us we two wept around for we recalled the better years late flown when to his chamber prison not uncheered by friendship's free access and reverent love he drew his throng of listeners young and old and bond and free were there captain and sage and senator pagan and proselyte a moving scene of life and pregnant power while to the height of heavenward argument he pleaded still with affluent proofs far drawn presenting as the reason of all hope the justifying blood and jesus risen but soon again he stayed our silent shower weep not though i have wept it was my choice deliberate thus to unfold my soul's last strife for think not that the lord's prophetic call exempts his servants from the lot of man sorrows and secret groans and battle waged with visible things i have spoken and the while even as i deemed it should be lo the joy of changeless truth divine reality in full persuasion healing all my pains springs in this fainting heart and flows profound but now farewell the starry watchers move to-morrow in the Amelian hall if so our lord permit i plead at caesar's chair accused by alexander on the charge of majesty and plots of fire at rome there he who promised shall renew my strength to him this night be glory and beyond all night all time to him be glory still who rising once has overcome the world we now are weak in him but we shall live through him in power and immortality yea we shall reign for ever with the lord so from the vault again to upper night and the free air we climbed revolving much the import of his words and all the strife which in this world the suffering truth must bear with sin and pain and time but when the sun upspringing showered the diamond rays of morn on air and earth then to the amelian hall we sped with divided fears and hopes unmarked amidst the concourse for the place was thronging aisle and gallery we drew near the chair of judgment even as we came the prince himself to the tribunal moved in purple ushered in by giant forms barbarians children of the fair-haired north and following came the gowned retinue long of counsellors the majesty of rome long while the accuser pleaded harsh and keen with treasured malice urging proof on proof of treachery sown in secret far and near and of the city's conflagration planned by paul 
and kindled at a Christian torch. And much he spoke of stubborn purposes, rebellious, and the incense cloud refused at Caesar's altar, what from such a seed should spring but ruin, disillusion, dire, of the world's commonwealth and Roman peace. He spoke and stayed, and all the audience moved, tumultuous murmurs as of rising winds, anger and terror. Then at length in turn, before the judgment seat, he stood alone, the blessed one, the beloved, white with age, bent by the ruthless iron, and now by those who once could aid, forsaken, none was there, in that stern hour, of all whose eloquent lips and skill of law full fain in other days had succoured him so needing all were gone, or silent, such the terror of the time. But wonderful it was to see and hear himself left solitary, in act to speak, he stood erect, with lifted countenance of cheerful dignity and gaze intent on Caesar, then with soul-compelling words, now brief, now rich in splendid amplitude, this way and that he broke the accuser's snare, till fast again the murmurs of the throng in other mood were rising, and the voice of muttering converse spoke him innocent of every crime. But ere the close it seemed to us with steadfast eyes watching each change, that on his face a sudden radiance shone, not of the vernal sun through pillared aisles, nor cast afar from shield or lustrous gem, but from above our transient brightness thrown, as if beside him one invisible, standing and speaking, drew the old man's gaze, attentive meeting it with smiles of light, and while it shone once more a sound of power, swelled in his voice he gathered yet once more the argument to lift its line to heaven, and before Caesar and the silent ring of princes and the gorgeous ranks aloft of matrons, while the throngs on every side stood at the sound and nearer leaned to hear, he bore his long last witness to the truth of Jesus. Much he reasoned of the Lord, much of himself, his youthful enmity, the ethereal flame before Damascus seen, the voice and visible presence, thence his change, instant and final, with all heaven to come. And hear me yet, Augustus, yet this once, he whom I saw that hour is with me now, in other mode, but in himself the same, the crucified, the eternal, whom I serve. By him again, in weakness I am strong, by him in this extremest solitude, I walk with infinite companionship, around me from the ruins of old age, by him I spring into eternal youth, redeemed and justified and glorified after his will, by him as from a throne. I look upon this world not with the glance of apathy or self-dependent pride, but in full peace of knowledge and of love, meekly victorious, I have felt and weighed thy power, imperial master of a world, and yours, ye sages of all alien lore, and yours, ye multitudes, for whom he died. Workers of ill and sufferers, till well nigh, my shrinking heart has wavered and refused the invisible hope. But now that fear is past, and here again in open confidence, lo, I commit myself and with myself, all cares, all human bonds, yea, all mankind, all creatures, depth and height and life and death, to him whom I believe, 
there all is well because he rose and conquered all is well past things and this dread present and the range of long futurity all rests with him to whom all knees shall bend when at the last fulfilling every promise given of old through seers and kings he shall return again to final doom and triumph then shall we whoever have loved his coming and through him have borne the evil day and this dire world receive the longed-for welcome to his bliss bearing the palms of heaven and righteous crown he ceased and brighter still the mystic light as from a radiant cloud issuing more fair shone on his lifted forehead silence long controlled the multitudes in strange amaze held captive prince and people thoughts and voice mute as they also saw the things unseen and sure in him who spoke they saw revealed the long withholden secret of the life eternal gazing on that lonely man who in a serene region distant far from idle creeds and earth-born wisdom blind walked in their presence with the lord of life the friend divine so silence owned the spell even after when himself shall speak returning the loud world shall hush her cry dread silence and supreme but now at length the stillness broke in movement for the prince rose sudden bidding herald voices clear proclaim the man acquitted on the charge of conflagration but arraigned again for other crimes then turned in careless mood so seeming and begirt with rods and steel passed to the palace on the nuns of may this judgment sate wherein the lord himself with light ineffable and present grace upheld his saint since then the lingering hours rolled on their number night by night we met in the deep vault where luke with faithful love entreated and prevailed to share with paul both nights and days and thence at his behest plied pen again and tablets to beseech the coming of timotheus but in vain shall now timotheus come when june was full caesar then absent in the archaean towns came the last summons to the blessed one to answer helios sitting in the chair but profitless that answer for the judge violent and all unequal curtained round in secret conclave resolute for blood did but revile the saint and haste him out to instant doom while paul no other word spoke but high praise and cheerful thanks to him who thus at length delivered him through death from death for ever twas in depth of dawn they led him forth when the stars paled aloft and all the fields were dusk far off we went without the gate upon the ostian road and ardiatine till now the place of death a hollow field wet with a threefold well appeared before us paul along the way spoke much in marvellous joy we wept again he tender but untearful as for whom the lord's presence thrilled all thoughts with love but into bliss exhaled the fount of grief stepped on with youthful vigour and discoursed largely of endless hopes with mingled strains of ancient memory dear and mention made of distant friends he soon should hail in life at last with brief thanksgiving for his soul 
Haste to go, he knelt, and while we stood, With eyes averted, met the sword, and died. Say rather, lived beyond the world, With him who overcame the world, far better state. Just at sunrise he left us when far off. On the eastward verge of hills the earliest fire Looked forth in morning glory, swift and strong. Near to the place of death his body lies, Buried by us, oft round the blessed grave. If so the persecutors wrath permit, We mean to gather, when the shadows fall, Or noontide stillness consecrates the field, To sing our praises not to the dear dead, Though venerable, but rather to his name, Who is our life and victory, Whose sure hour of promised resurrection, Soon or late, draws near and nearer With the rolling suns. Meantime, be it ours and yours, with duteous tears, and heavenward thought to greet the blessed one gone, but more to greet and ponder and hold fast his heaven-revealing gospel with repose, even to the end of joyful faith on him who died and lived again. For since he lives, we live with him and shall with him prevail. Farewell, we greet you in the peace of Christ, your Roman kindred few for many named. Eubulus, Lucas, Onesiphorus, Linus and Claudia, partners of one hope. I, Pudens, who have written, lately come from this world's darkness and the pride of life, salute you in our Lord. To him be praise. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.